0: Gen X Grown Up is a YouTube channel, website, and audio podcast you're listening to right now. All made for and by people who love exploring media, games, tech, and toys of yesterday and today through the eyes of Gen Xers who refuse to grow up. Welcome back, Gen X Grown Up podcast listener to the Gen X Grown Up Backtrack podcast, which is, as you know, the podcast between our regular shows where we pick a single topic and dig in deep. Joining me as always is George. Hey, how's it going, guys? And Mo is here. Hi, everybody. We are going to be talking in this episode all about photography. Click, mm.
1: click, 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 click. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Not, not talking about super fancy digital photography, a big Canon HDR. I'm talking about taking pictures, click, click, just like you said, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was very different when we were growing up. So much so that it deserves its own episode to talk about how much photography has changed. But before we get into talking about Photography. We have some fourth listener email. Wow! Whenever I'm looking back at the stats and see hundreds and hundreds of downloads, I figure each of us are good for two or three hundred downloads, right? Yeah. Well. Yeah, at but least. there's always that one extra one in the stats, and I'm like, there must be at least one more person besides the three of us who's <laughs> listening, and that's that fourth listener. The first one comes from listener Marcus, and Marcus had a very, very poignant question to ask specifically to you, George, about something that you said. To me? Yes.
1: Wow. Wow, okay. Uh oh, about something he said? Something that George said. Oh, God, I probably did something really bad. Remember back
0: when you said this.
1: Like your child is going to damage your tablet or, you know, you have to buy a child proof (laughs) tablet because the little baby is used to, you know, they're not coordinated enough yet, you know, know how to delicately touch them. But in just a year or two, these kids are like, they know what swipe left, swipe right. They're on Tinder or whatever the hell that stuff is. I mean, they're doing all this craziness. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: shit. So George had these youngsters on Tinder and Marcus wrote in and he just said, and I will read his, I'm going to read Marcus's entire email. The subject line was toddlers on Tinder. Three question marks. Marcus said, George. What the hell, man?
1: That's all he said? He didn't that say says it all, That's it. actually. That's all he had to say? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So, George, right. what do you have to
0: say for yourself?
1: Okay. First of all, you guys all know that I'm so old, I don't know all these Twitters and interwebs and all this stuff. I'm being led along by you guys into this world, okay. so I don't know the difference between Tinder and Face Ricky's... I don't know what all these things are. <laughs> just, I'm lost.
0: He does protest too much i think no i don't (laughs)
1: protest too much i'm happy being a tech idiot i'm okay with that oh that's why you have to get all these cool things like Zencaster because you have to make it simple that i can't (laughs) screw it up marcus i apologize i do know (laughs) i do know a little bit i i know tinder you know why i know tinder because I think I've seen it in that Silicon Valley TV show. I think they've mentioned it in there. Otherwise, I would have no freaking clue. I've been married okay. for however long. I don't know shit about Tinder or whatever. All right. I apologize to all the youth in America <laughs> if I got your hopes up about being on Tinder and you shouldn't be. Or no no to toddlers the on who Tinder. I upset. Yes. No toddlers on Tinder. That should
2: be a t shirt.
0: No, that's no toddlers on Tinder. There we go. That's a Gen X 1 of t shirt. Marcus. Marcus, thanks for writing in. We held George's feet to the fire. Uh, We pointed out what he said. I didn't catch it when when it aired or even when I edited (laughs) it, but boy, leave it to Marcus to
1: point it out. I didn't catch it when (laughs) I said
0: it. All right. One more piece of fourth listener email. So this is the other fourth listener, apparently.
1: Somebody who's not going to hold my feet to the fire this time? No, no,
0: no. This is actually, this is, this is, no one has to defend themselves. This is a very nice message that I got.
1: All right. Fourth
0: listener, Stian wrote in via Facebook. Oh, okay. And he said, it's funny how small the world is. I was sitting on the train this morning in Western Norway, Norway? listening to your horror movie podcast. So many forgotten movies I've written down to watch this weekend. Thanks for really great entertainment. You're just fun to listen to. Holy crap.
1: I told you we were internationally famous.
0: (laughs) That's from Stian in Norway. Norway listens to us on the train during his commute. I thought that was awesome.
1: Can we send Stian a sticker or something so he can like bling out his cell phone that he listens to our podcast on or something. I'm sure we can work something out. We need to do something for Stian. That's cool.
2: (laughs) That is very cool.
0: We had some nice uh, back and forth. We chatted a little bit. I thanked him for writing and I just thought it was awesome to hear from someone that far away. Stian, I think you win the award for the Furthest. furthest... Gen X grown up fan,
1: the furthest <laughs> fourth listener. Yep. that's a new award. We're going to start a whole awards ceremony now. All right, I'm, you're
0: going to coordinate that, right? <laughs> no,
1: I'm, I'm on Tinder. What am I going to coordinate? <laughs> I'm, I'm just the idea guy.
0: He's busy with toddlers on Tinder. He has no time to coordinate this stuff.
1: <laughs> Our sponsors are leaving us in droves <laughs> and as gone. we speak.
0: Bye, everyone. <laughs> you're about to see a breakthrough in color photography. Pictures taken by the light of a single candle. Kodak introduces the most light-sensitive color print film in the world. Let's jump in then to talk about photography as we experienced it growing up as Generation Xers. All right. Now, it's quite a bit different than what people growing up today have. Everyone has a smartphone. You've got an amazing camera. I mean, Just a yeah. stupidly oh, yeah. high-quality camera yeah. in your pocket. It's just amazing. I uh, read a little blurb. I don't know, whenever you see something, where'd you see that? I I don't know, internet, somewhere. But I saw this (laughs) funny little thing that said, listen, for 10 years now, everyone on the planet has had a camera in their pocket, in their hand, Face it, there's no Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Well, the point is that, like, yeah, who can't take a picture at a moment's notice? It's not like I saw it and didn't have a camera. Nobody can say that anymore. Right. You think
2: about it, though. I mean, now we've seen planes literally crashing, right? You see, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, things that you would never yeah. hear about Pictures it. of before.
1: Yeah. You got dash cams and you got body cams. and Now there's cameras that are just on all the freaking time, right? I mean, it, they don't even have to worry about the media behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, I know we're going to talk about you know the media of photography back in our day back then it was a whole different thing there was a finite amount of space that you could do something with now
0: absolutely you're right it goes right to the crux of the point that whole bigfoot comment that i was talking about is that everyone now has a camera in their pocket with unlimited photos they can take at a moment's notice and it is super different than how it was when we were growing up
2: absolutely absolutely.
0: first off let's just start with the the point that It wasn't an infinite amount of pictures that you could take. No. When you bought a camera, you couldn't do anything with it. It was just a box. Right. (laughs) First thing you had to buy, film. Mm -hmm. Go buy some film.
1: Yeah, it was like a box and it had some, it had a lens and a shutter. And that was Mm -hmm. basically the whole setup.
0: You had to buy films. Then you had to decide, okay, what kind of film is the cheap film? Is the expensive film? How many exposures on the film? Yeah. I am not like a photography expert. By any stretch of the imagination, I don't know F-stops from, you know, gain and all the all the things you can do. I'm a point-and-shoot kind of guy. And even back then, even just point-and-shooting was a challenge. See, once you bought the film, then you figure out how to load it. Now, you're lucky if you had a self-loader. But a lot of thirty-five millimeter. What do you have? You had a little cylinder, yeah, and you had to start unwinding some film. A crank, like you're starting a Model T, before
1: <laughs> we even get into the loading. Going back to the buying film, and you're talking about the different types. It wasn't just thirty-five millimeter. Like we had different camera types. Oh, oh yeah. you're so the right. One ten. There was a big thing where people were producing different camera types because they would say this camera takes this kind of film and it's easier to load like that was a huge selling point absolutely back in the 70s you know absolutely the 35 millimeter that you would spool out and you were worried if you pulled it too far you were ruining your film because that was a. that was the thing. pro camera almost right
0: yeah the 110 you mentioned mo
1: that was like the little cartridge
0: two cylinders on a little plate and you dropped it in the back and it kind of like auto loaded or something i don't know what magic was going on down there
1: if you think about it it was like a cassette or a cartridge for it was a like a, yes
0: it was like an eight track or something you dropped yeah. in a cassette you bet yep and then they had this they had, a, well, they had a disc cam Remember, we had the disc you could drop in i don't remember the, that oh one, yeah
1: yeah there was it was also auto loading like the ViewMaster kind of disc but it was it did kind of look like a
0: ViewMaster. Yeah. yeah easy to load kind of thing who'd have thought that just loading film would be an industry you know kind of like earmark of like how easy is it to load can you get it in your camera
1: do you remember like you would go to there was no walmart back then let's you know there was kmart if you were lucky yeah you go
0: to your and you would go to store. your
1: Kmart, and there were just shelves of different types of film to look at oh, yeah. and to buy. And trying to remember what kind of film your camera needed—holy <laughs> yep. hell, it was crazy!
0: You weren't even assured that you were going to be taking color pictures. No, <laughs> you could That's get true, black, right? and black and white film.
2: Black and white film. Yeah,
0: we didn't have an Instagram filter we could throw on it to make it black and white later. You had to Isn't actually have black and white film. <laughs> that
1: they had to—they had to figure out to add an option to do something that we didn't want to do and we're almost forced to do because you would go to that store and they were out of color. What did that mean? If you were going on that trip that day, you were taking black and white photos. You had black and white pictures.
0: Enjoy it. Hope you like them.
1: Well, what about you? I mean, you're older than John and I. Don't want to poke the bear so much, but... <laughs> Not to rub yeah, it thanks. in. But... <laughs> actually, I was kind of into
2: photography during high school. Oh, so okay. I actually had like a, a Nikon camera and all that kind of fun stuff. It was oh, totally see, manual. Oh, that was
1: the thing back in the day, right? The Japanese cameras? Yeah. Tell us about it, Hollywood. <laughs> I
2: had to set the f-stop. I had to set the shutter speeds. You had to set... I had to do all that stuff wow, to make Wow, you knew what all pictures. that crap
1: was? Holy Oh, wow. Crap. Yeah,
2: I did. I was, like I said, I was pretty seriously into it. As a matter of fact, I still Damn. have that camera somewhere. Wow. I, just I set my camera, too.
0: I set it to the little A that
2: stood for automatic and then forgot about the rest of it. So I understand <laughs> See, this one, stuff. the one I got actually did not have automatic on it. so It was all mechanical, It wasn't like a battery
1: thing. It was all mechanical. Nope. Ah. It was all wow. mechanical,
2: except for the, the light meter inside had a little battery, but that was it. Oh, oh you yep. had
1: a light meter for the flash?
2: If you needed a flash or not, it's, that's what it gotcha. kind of told you. Wow. But you were saying before about buying film, I mean, because it wasn't even just, okay, oh, I need a 35 millimeter, I need a 400 ASA, Oh, you have five different types of those. One's $3 and one's $20. You have to figure out why. Yeah, It it just wasn't a simple thing.
1: That's a good point, too, because we're talking about buying film. 35 millimeter, 110, $5, $20, all that kind of stuff. Think about what we think of when it comes to pictures now. What's the main metric that we judge pictures with? The megapixels? The pixels, pixels, right? right? We didn't have pixels. (laughs) Back in my day, we didn't have no
0: damn pixels. It was full resolution. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Everything I took pictures of was full
2: Solution. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah there, there were no dots it was just exposing the film right i mean
1: that's just crazy to think about
2: i remember my brother had a fairly nice camera he was kind of big in photography too except it wasn't what well, was called a single le- lens reflex, which is one that you're actually looking through the camera lens. It was one that had the little lens in the corner that you look through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he took all these pictures of us at Disney World and didn't take the lens cap off.
0: Oh Because <laughs> no. he couldn't see through the lens.
1: Could, yeah. No, because he was looking through the little side viewfinder Right, He had thing, no idea and he didn't it was, know on. The lens was on. While
0: you were buying film, don't forget that flash wasn't a, wasn't a given thing. If you wanted yeah. flash, unless you had one of the later electronic mm-hmm. cameras, you had to buy those little glass and chrome boxes called flash cubes. That's right. They had little. Magnesium strip in them. You put them on top yeah. of the camera, and it sparked it
2: right when it took the, the camera shot, yeah. and it made a flash. We I always thought those were pretty cool for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just, and well, and that was an improvement back from the days before that, where they actually used gunpowder in the little trough, you know, like in <laughs> well, the that, old Western films, right? Yeah. So now, that was a little before a my, kind of my time. i exactly. <laughs> we progressed from that. It wasn't just flash cubes. There were all different formats of those. There were flash bars. That was what we had. Yeah. So it was a oh, kind yeah, of like several it was really across tall, the top. Yeah. And the really cool ones it had like three in a row and then you could pull it out flip it over turn it it around yeah (laughs) i remember that yeah
2: i thought flash cubes
0: i was i was captivated by a kid not because i was taking pictures but because I figured out how you could arc them and I could flash them in my hand. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but they cost money and you sit there and screw with these flash cubes and just blow them all out and they go to take pictures and go, why are all the flash cubes burned out? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was magic when my uncle bought a camera that had a flash box and you could hear it. You could go, Whee- yeah you know it was charged when you heard that high-pitched whine i could flash it i'm like i could do this over and over yeah it was amazing to me for like two full days i was just flash cuban (laughs) all over the place with this mechanical
1: flash i couldn't believe how cool it was what about winding the film oh Oh, yeah yeah. right unless you had an auto wind the cheaper cameras especially they didn't have that auto wind crap yeah most of them have a little thumb winder
0: Mm -hmm. three or (laughs) four little winds, right
1: and that's some of the best scenes in films too like you can watch i forget the movie that i'm thinking of right now but there's a scene where like some crazy happens off camera and there's two kids that are sitting there watching it and one of them just picks up a camera and he starts thumb winding the camera and the other one slaps it out of his hand like no what are you doing (laughs) that's something that kids today don't understand they won't get that reference but we do four full power flashes and one tiny cube flash cube it's this way man drop in the film get yourself a flash cube pop it on take one take two take three Take four flash pictures without changing bulbs.
0: Could you use a helping hand on your next electronics project? Quad Hands is the ultimate third-hand helping hands vise and hobby station. The first thing you'll notice is how heavy a Quad Hands is. It's made from solid steel and then coated with a baked on powder coat for a durable finish. And the rubber feet are going to keep it from sliding on your bench and give you a nice sturdy work surface. Those flexible all-metal gooseneck arms feature rotating alligator clips to hold your boards and wires firmly in place. And removable silicone covers come pre-installed on those clips to protect those delicate wires and boards. And those arms can be Put anywhere you need them. No fumbling around with awkward joints that are difficult to position. The Quad Hands was designed to help you do your best work. It's built to last right here in the USA and backed by a lifetime guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Order yours today from Amazon or QuadHands.com. Gen X Grown Up podcast listeners can save 20%. Just use offer code 20GENXUP. That's two zero G E genxup For your next project, let a Quad Hands hold what your hands create. So once you got all your gear, you got your film, you got your flash cubes and stuff, even taking pictures was different enough. Oh, shoot. Yeah. First, we had to buy the film. And that film was not an infinite roll of film. It had, it was rated for exposure. 24 ex- exposure, 36 right. exposure. Yeah. Which meant you, George, may only take this many pictures. Then oh, you're done. man.
1: Oh, man. That's right. And that little counter in the in some of the cameras right. that had it, oh, that was It was like a death clock. You're it right? was like, oh, I'm down to five. I'm down to four. <laughs> Damn it. You had to budget your shots. And you're in Disney World and you're on like <laughs> hour three of eight hours and you're down to four pictures. You're like, oh crap, yeah. now I gotta buy film in Disney World. Oh, take out yep. a loan, because trust me, Disney World wasn't cheap. If you
0: go to Disney today, every corner in Disney today, they're selling those little collectible pins. Mm-hmm. Used to be, in 1979, every corner that where the pins are now was film. They were yeah. selling
1: film all over that park. Yep. Oh yeah, for sure. Kodak made its living off of Disney. I swear to God. Oh, doubt. <laughs> they were sponsoring half of Disney because of how much film was being sold there.
0: You were talking before about how your brother shot a whole roll of film with a lens cap off. And why oh, no, was It wasn't that? just one roll. Oh, was it wasn't just it one was roll.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wait. He loaded the camera yeah. and didn't notice the lens cap on. Yeah. Repeatedly. Wow.
0: And that's all because the other problem of taking pictures. No preview. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you couldn't see them.
2: Yeah, you had no idea what you were going to get until it was done. There's no screen
0: on the back for lens finding. Right. There's no screen on the back for framing. And once you're taking the picture... It's not like you
2: get to see it. No, I you kind of have to just, hope that it came out right.
1: There was a framing thing. Remember on the little lenses that you would look through that wasn't necessarily sure. through the camera lens? Yeah, sure. the little, the painted corners that were total bullshit. Yeah, there's the they guess. They did not work for anything. No, nope. they were not.
2: Yeah, Yeah.
0: And the closer you were to the subject, the more off that was because mm-hmm. that lens was literally a glass looking through the body of the box. It was not looking at the lens.
1: And you talk about you know the previews now. You've got the I see it all the time. Like people like say, Hey, can you take a picture of me? And you, All right, I'll take a picture of you. And you they hand you their phone. You take the picture. And then what do they do? They run over to you, look at it. Let me see it. Let okay, me see Is it good? another one. Is it good? Yeah. Right. That yeah. was not happening back then.
2: No. You took a picture. I'll find out about it next month. And one thing I think <laughs> digital just kind of lost is that you can't do the uh, school picture funny face thing because now they look at it right away and they can see it. You, you see it. Yeah. They're like, yep. damn it, Johnny. John, what are you doing? John, stop with that face. <laughs> stop making those faces. Stop putting rabbit ears over this person. Whereas right. when you're a kid, Daryl took a picture of his junk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know uh, till it got developed. You wouldn't know until oh, it got man. developed. <laughs>
1: man.
0: Yeah. I mean what you shot is what you got there was no like let me check it let me did it was i blinking
1: you just had a bunch of pictures with do you think that this is when and this is the reason why the double shot came into effect because you remember i was talking about you know people saying please take a picture of me what do they always say let me take a second one yeah, just just, in just in case. be just safe to be sure yeah. yeah just be just safe. Be i mean sure. we don't need yep. that now now you just hit the burst mode and it takes 500 pictures in. yeah half here's a 40 pictures pick one where your, <laughs>
0: your 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 duck face is just perfect
1: whichever you want it but back then it was let me take a second one and that was an important thing because if you had 24 exposures yep two pictures every time it that's 12 fast. shots you're
0: done no doubt talking about having to budget your pictures the flip side that i would run into and i'm sure you guys probably did too is you're like, oh, it's time to go get my film developed, which we'll talk about in a minute. (laughs) But I pick up the camera and go, there's still two more exposures.
1: Uh, That's right. You don't want to waste them. Yeah.
0: You're not going to take a picture of nothing. You're like, go put on a nice shirt. That My mom would tell me, go. What? (laughs) You don't need a picture of me. (laughs) It's just, well, I'm not going to take a picture of nothing. Why not? This is a
2: worthless photo, but you sometimes have to burn them off. You guys remember when um, (laughs) you'd find these used, canisters of film you have no idea what was on it right yes (laughs) yep that was scary i'll say you
1: know john was talking about the last few to burn kind of situation i have to say this is one of the things that i did love about growing up with my father he would pick up that camera we'd be like oh we got to go develop this film you know so and he would look and see there were two pictures on there And his whole goal was to see what kind of picture, the worst kind he could take to get past the developer. (laughs) He would try to (laughs) screw with the developer because he just wanted to take the god-awfulest photo he could just to mess with whoever it was developing the film, see if the cops could get called or whatever. Uh, he, it was so much fun. Because they actually had to see your pictures, right? Because they had to they, call they did. control them. Yeah. There was no privacy. Yeah.
0: Two things. A, that sounds like your dad. And B, <laughs> it explains a lot.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Moe was just talking about they had to see the pictures. That was really, if you think about it, the whole iPhone hacking scandals where they grab people's photos, you know, remotely or whatever they do to hack the phones. Think about that. Back in the day, you had to trust that your pictures were going to remain private from that freckle-faced, braces <laughs> kid working in the photo booth thing.
0: Well, that all falls under developing, so let's talk about it. I mean, today, there are special websites and services that will actually give you a physical printed copy of a picture just in case you want one. Right. right. It used to be the only way you saw your pictures was take the film out, put it in a little bag walk up to the corner store to the department store that had a photo lab or to the drug store that had a photo lab right and you would say all right i'm trusting you with my vacation pictures and you slide them across the counter and they're going to charge you per picture Mm -hmm. to actually
1: create pictures now and there was the whole thing about returning pictures that you'd that didn't come out well. Remember that? That's right, yeah. You could look through them and say, nope, don't like this one. Nope, you screwed this development up, so I'm only paying for this 12 pictures, not the whole 24.
0: Yep, later on, they started, like you said, started offering refunds for bad pictures, overexposures, or pictures yep. of your thumb, or or uh, your brother's roll of photos that was all black. You probably couldn't get much out of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: actually, I think we actually got, he, they didn't charge them because they thought that they screwed up or something, so.
0: Nice. <laughs> they, they screwed up. We also did some mail-ins.
2: Oh, yeah. Sure. There were a lot of yeah.
0: mail-ins places like a foil pouch and you could fill it in and mail it off it took four to six weeks or whatever
1: that was kind of the way it was like at our local place you would drop off the film they wouldn't develop it there in place they would send it off and then we get it, send back it off to, off to a, a couple of weeks later yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. do you remember dropping those like because you had to fill out this thing that was I don't know it was almost like um like you're taking like the SAT or something right because yeah, like fill oh, it in yeah. what kind of film yeah. is it how many right, exposures? Yeah. Okay, yeah, how many prints you want of this size? How many prints you want of this size? And write your name
1: in the little squares. Yeah, you know, write your name
2: little... in it. Da, da. Then he dropped mm-hmm. it into this. I guess the only thing that kept it from being garbage can is the fact that they said <laughs> for film only, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah. The little <laughs> slot on <Yeah>. the top. <laughs> the little right. slot. Yeah. You hear your film making that drop of death. You know, ah, <laughs> <boom."> <laughs> And you even get back your negatives if you ask for
0: them. Yeah. Yes, the need To right? check right?
2: that box. Yeah. If you want your negatives. Oh yeah, that's right. I can't tell you
0: how many years I never made the connection that that negative was the thing that went through my camera really you didn't get that I, I just thought why are they why are they printing these crazy backward brown pictures? what good <laughs> is that doing anybody <laughs> And it wasn't until many years later that I'm like, oh that was the stuff they developed it they've put it through the chemical process and they locked it in and now it's you can have it out in the light I guess because you never got to see, I really didn't have a lot of 35 millimeter cameras where you could see the film with the oh, notches okay. at the top and the bottom. So I right. didn't make the connection that this is the actual thing that I exposed to light and now they're giving it back to me. But, you know, now I get it. But.
1: Well, and you think about that, <laughs> you know, that 35 millimeter film, that's what we for years all watched in movie theaters, right? 35 millimeter films were the whole thing until IMAX and 70 millimeter came out, you know, but you don't make those associations. For, yeah, for, for video film, video right. film, right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Instead of sending them off, sometimes we had those little one hour photo map booths. They were like nothing but a like a drive-thru that had no food
1: <laughs> They were always like In the front part Of a giant parking lot Like in No Man's Land Yeah the, One of the My favorite scenes From Generation X movie Police Academy Remember uh the oh, heavy set guy okay. he works in the photo booth and the guys are coming and they're messing with him and everything <laughs> and they lift his whole photo booth the place he works and he put it on that's the back right. of the truck yep. <laughs> and dump it off in the river that's how small these little cubicle things were
0: yep little portable boxes yeah for a time when tommy chong was on that 70s show oh yeah tommy chong worked in the photo mat for a while yep. a little booth in the corner and he basically he sat there and he hot boxed the whole photo mat all the time it was just full of <laughs> <laughs> full full of smoke you'd open the window and it would go billowing out hey
2: dude <laughs> do you guys remember the one hour photo places yeah I mean, you just couldn't that was wait
1: revolutionary
2: but you were willing to pay five yeah. times the price five times the price yep. yeah but you get it in an hour
0: yeah if you just gotta <laughs> yeah I can't wait to see these out of focus pictures I
1: took <laughs> that was where you would take like you weren't sure if you had your parents roll of film or the roll of film you took on your date with your girlfriend at the time so you would run to the one hour photo booth and take both of them there and make sure that you got them because you didn't want your parents picking up the wrong <laughs>
2: to roll See of those film. pictures. That's right. Oh, my I'll, goodness, get now. I'll get them. I'll get them. You know, that was the thing that always amazed me about those things is like when you dropped them off and then the, the pictures came back to the store, drugstore, whatever, they just
1: threw them into those little bins with my last name. Yeah. And so oh, like yeah. anybody yeah. could pick up your phone. I never thought of that. They were behind the counter though. I mean, people had to say the last not, name. I've been to places that you didn't have to, that you just found your packet oh, yeah, I you I picked never saw it up that. and you walked to the counter and paid it. That's that New York thing right there, right? That's not. Like a so. normal rest of the United States <laughs> thing, I don't think. Everyone's <laughs> so
0: trusting in New York, that's why. Yeah, that's what it is. We don't trust anything else, but we'll trust that. Bruce Jenner for the Minolta XG1. The Minolta XG1 35mm is so automatic, I can keep taking pictures while my friend Jeff kicks the ball from sunlight... To shadow. Well, as things progressed a little bit, they finally figured out how to make those cool disposable cameras. Yeah, I was yes. just
1: thinking
2: about those. That
0: yeah. was like oh. that was
1: a
2: revolution.
0: Well, now actually. we're
1: getting into equipment even proper, so that's cool.
0: So you could get these little cheap disposable cameras. It basically was a box wrapped around the film. You're pretty much yeah. paying for the film. Mm-hmm. It had a little clicker and it had a little viewfinder, and you were just a box to expose it. They had a little shutter on the front. They had
2: flash and everything.
0: Yeah, you didn't mind sending out with your uh, sending out with your. Uh, with your kid. I took a lot of disposable cameras with me on field trips. Because uh, I wasn't allowed to take the good camera. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a thing with the whole, with weddings in those disposable cameras, where like every table would get like a disposable camera. You yeah, pass and them it, out. Yeah. Everybody,
0: everybody's a photographer now. Right. right. Yeah.
2: Pass them out. My uh, wedding pictures that Tammy's family took, my head was cut off in every single one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally every single one. I'm like, is
1: there a message there? Is there a there what, what you, so yeah, like, like an old kind of thing or something? Yeah. I was like, what's going on here? I remember when those disposable cameras first came out, the problem that we had at our local place where we would take our film to be developed, they had to redesign their whole bins because the slot wasn't big enough oh. for the camera to, <laughs> to fit, fit that them. in. Yeah. So they had I to build a whole separate thing in order to accept the cheap cameras, the little disposable things. Oh, what about the waterproof ones?
0: Oh, yeah. Remember when those hit? Yeah, those are neat. Yeah, yeah. Those are, that was pretty cool. Yeah, you'd never trust any kind of waterproofing for your real camera, but right. those were neat. I remember taking those, you yeah. could take them at the pool and
1: take pictures underwater. And if it leaked, who cares? We took them on field trips to wet and wild in Orlando. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Yep. That was, you know, they had the straps around your wrist and you could go on the log flume or the slide or whatever and take pictures. That was the cool thing when we were doing that. So he
0: had all this gear and we talked about, you know, you had the good camera. you had the disposable cameras mm-hmm. right now. You got your phone in your pocket. You're ready to go.
1: Yep. Instead,
0: there was an extra piece of luggage if you had to take a camera on a vacation.
1: Yeah, that extra piece oh, of yeah. luggage was me. Because in my family. You were really like the Sherpa. Yeah, I was. I was the you're photography the Sherpa. Yep. They, I mean, dad, mom, you know, neither one of them were wanting to carry it. Mom would carry it for me if dad didn't catch her doing it. But more likely not, he would say, Laverne, give that bag to that boy. Let him carry it. <laughs> Next thing I knew, I'm carrying, Bill's character. you know, two or three cameras and packs of film and flash cubes that John had arced already and were burnt the hell out. (laughs) (laughs) Damn you, John. You don't know, do you put them in there? Yeah, well. The worst part of it was, this was always on a family vacation where we were going somewhere like Miracle Strip Amusement Park in Panama City or Disney World in Orlando or something. I didn't want to be carrying all that crap. I wanted to go on the rides. Right. But no. Nope. Yeah. Here I got to be the person that's, okay, dad, you want to take a picture of the 400th <laughs> shrub? I can't go on the roller coaster. Great.
0: Well, once you got all these pictures taken and you got them developed, now you have 8,000 photos you can't just leave them <laughs> laying around nope so it's time to buy some photo albums
1: yeah man yeah we,
0: we always had the ones that had the big sheet of plastic that was adhesive and you peel oh, yeah, it. yeah oh and then yeah you lay yeah. The, uh, pictures the pictures in you covered it and then yeah you, and you squish it back down and yep. it's forever entombed in this uh, 3m tape <laughs> yeah i remember
1: those and then there was the ones that had the paper with the little plastic corners. Yeah, the yeah. little
0: corners, oh, yeah. adhesive corners. Yeah. Yeah. You just stuck that the was corners, stuck corners on. Corners on. Yeah, yeah. I remember
2: my uh, my mom had this photo album and she was showing it to somebody. I'm trying to remember who. And she's like, "Oh yes, and here's a picture of the here's a picture of your brother Ronnie." Here's a I'm like, "Wait a minute." I was like, "That's not Ronnie." And she's like, "What do you mean that's not Ronnie?" I said, like, "That's his friend Mark." <laughs> and she had this thing in her photo album for like 20 years, <laughs> thinking he was like her son, but no. Yep. And I know in our photo albums, we always had.
0: You know, my mom, she would notate photos, They're not just on the back, like writing right on the album and point to people. This was the summer of 1976 oh, when that's we so went to the and here's a picture of this. You know what she was doing? She was tagging it with metadata.
1: That's right. Yeah. She was tagging her friends. So now if she tells you, John, she doesn't know how to tag people on Facebookers or whatever the hell those As are bold. she can do it. I
2: know she knows. Let me tell you something. That's smart. I mean, because yeah. I can't tell you how many photo albums you're like, what's this from? <gasps>
1: I think that's from. Where you is know, that?
2: A, was that that trip we took here? Maybe you could do some yeah. detective work. <laughs> yeah. Depending on, you, sometimes you could look at the back
0: and they had like this little, LCD laser printed date on there when it was when uh, the developed. When it was developed.
2: But, yeah, yeah, when it was developed, right? Right. If
0: you're lucky, but usually it's gonna say well, Mar seventy eight. That's all it's gonna say. Yeah. It's like, Well, March of seventy eight, what were we doing? Don't know where on the planet or what
1: you're doing, yeah. <laughs> there was a girl that I dated in high school and I'll never forget, she was showing me her photo albums one time when I came over to the house to meet the parents kind of thing, and she was taking me through all the photo albums and what I thought was really cool that she and her family did, they didn't just notate, you know, who was in what photo, they did the funny little sayings and the jokes and all that kind of stuff written out yeah, next to the photos. That yeah. sure. so was really fun.
0: i tell you I I have a box full of photo albums and they pretty much stop at around 81, 82 because people stopped getting pictures developed. I don't know what it was, but after that, people today, I don't I bet no one born later than 1990 has a photo album in their house that they didn't inherit from a grandfather. Because you yeah. just don't get them printed. Now, right.
1: The last photo album that I have is my wedding photo album.
0: And that's just because they were professional photos and right. it was part of the
1: package, right? Yep, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. exactly.
0: Photography finally started to get a little more sophisticated and a little closer to where we are today when the advent of Polaroid came along.
1: Oh, yeah. Instamatic
2: oh, yeah. cameras for Polaroid. Oh, my dad had one. The film was insanely expensive. Though. It was super expensive. Yeah.
1: Right. But what are all the
2: benefits? I mean, oh, it's man. huge.
1: Yeah, you got the photo right then. You would click the button, the little thing, whee, and shoot out the front, <laughs> and then you would have to do what? You would shake that damn thing for like an hour and a half. <laughs> Which, by the way, is a huge <laughs> myth. Which didn't do anything.
0: You don't need to, right? You don't need to shake anything, right? <laughs> it's like Froot Loops being the same colors are placebos, <laughs> right. yep. but you did it anyway, because you're like, I got to keep it dry. It helps it develop. No, it right. doesn't. People won't no, blowing
1: <laughs> on them as they shook them and everything. Put it in the right. sunlight. Put it yeah. in this.
0: I mean, not only did you get an instant photo, and it was, by the way, poor resolution. They weren't Very super poor. clear. Yeah. But there was a little bit of magic of watching them slowly come, like, oh, I think I see your face. Oh, I think, yeah. <laughs> I, what is that? The picture, you know? There was a little bit of magic that oh, we man. didn't have before Polaroid and we don't have now. There was a little bit of anticipation with a little bit of payoff just to watch it like uh, like a chrysalis for a, a butterfly. It's slowly turning into the thing it's going to be. Uh, that was pretty cool. Do you guys ever do uh, slides?
2: Did you, anybody in your family oh, take slide pictures? Yeah, a little bit. I never bit. took Not
0: slides, but I worked with slides in in, in media school, yeah, right. we'll right. yeah. like, just yeah.
2: Just thinking now, like, with kids these days, you know, or whoever, if they use PowerPoint, why do each page call a slide? Oh, there you <laughs> go. That's right. <laughs> That's a good point. It's because there was this carousel with a whole bunch of little, that projected yeah. on the wall, yeah. and that was how you did presentations. That's how Why you were did, those you know,
1: called slides?
2: Because uh, it slides into the viewer.
1: Is that what it was? Really? They just, yeah. because they slid yeah. into the... Yeah, All right. that's yeah okay. I guess so.
0: It's for the same reason that little save icon looks like a disc you've never seen. It's just how it always <laughs> <Yeah>. was.
1: <laughs> Talking about Polaroid, the thing that I always thought about with Polaroid, it, it felt like that it came with its own personal little frame. Oh, I see. With the white yeah. border. the little border. The white border. Yeah, and the bottom was a place you could write. Yeah, right. I always wanted to ask, and maybe you guys will know, Moe's the professional here, so. <laughs> Mo, what was... Why was that bottom part thicker, longer, bigger, whatever you want to call it? Why was that more established than the other three borders of the picture? What was that point? I,
2: I honestly don't know. I, maybe it was just a place for loading the film to keep it out of light, to give it some distance okay. from the edge. I have no idea.
1: Mm. I always wondered about that. And it was always the part huh? that was hanging in the camera when it would eject. It was that longer part there. So I always wondered so what that. So you could grab it,
2: and maybe it's, maybe it's a place to grab it. Maybe. You know? you know what? I bet you our fourth listener would be able to answer that question. I bet you
0: somebody out there listening It's right. like, those idiots! <laughs> they need to know, write us and tell us.
2: Everybody knows their answer to this. Straighten us out. Have you
0: seen Kodak's magical new Kodamatic 960 instant camera? I have now. Well, let me show you how its magic makes any light just right. They say Kodamatic. I say Kodak magic. New Kodomatic instant
2: cameras and film. Capture all the magic in an instant.
0: Well, before we escape this whole topic of photography, we we'll talk a little bit about the advent of digital. Yeah. When it was in its very beginnings. I know I am a huge early adopter. Sure. Back when like, it was like, I don't know, half a megapixel or something. I was one of the <laughs> first ones to jump on that bandwagon. and It was like it was like a CGA picture. It was like 480 pixels tall by 240 wide. I was
1: going to say, did they even call them megapixels then? I don't think they even called them that originally. I don't know if they
0: did, but I know they were super expensive, but I bought one. It was as big as a brick, <laughs> but I remember it, it was a miracle because all the things we've talked about, there was no film to buy other than the memory card. It was a one time. You could take a picture, and the one I bought still just had a viewfinder. You couldn't... There wasn't a screen you could see in real time, but as soon as you took it... I could look at the picture. I could look at it on the back of that little screen and get a preview. Right now, the preview is probably 120 pixels tall, super chunky, but right. I could see
2: the framing. Yeah, you make sure that oh, I chop off somebody's head. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, right, like poor Mo, <laughs> was his head chopped off? <laughs> and finally, if it wasn't a good picture, I could delete it right away.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and you kind of had to because even though you had that disk, you didn't have a, an unlimited amount of space. Yeah, it right? did yeah. store a yeah. lot, right?
0: Right, right. You, but you could you could offload them to your computer, of course, and then sure. you could take some more pictures. But something that's so so much of these things we've talked about are so either not important anymore or relevant, like who's driving the ice truck or who's delivering milk, or the things that we have or we're, we take for granted now, like how many pictures can you take and can you preview it and can you delete it and that kind of thing.
1: And that was just the very
0: beginnings of digital photography.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And also part of the first self-development revolution, right?
0: Oh, right. Yeah. You could print your
2: own. Yeah. yeah. You could pick to print just one or two. I mean, there's yeah. services online. Yeah. I remember, John, because I was also, I was a pretty early adopter mm-hmm. and uh, I had a camera at one point that you could put a three and a half inch floppy in it. I remember those. Oh and it stored yeah, your pictures on that. But actually, in a floppy disk. Now yep. each floppy held like ten pictures. Right, but, but, right. But you could carry you know a whole bunch of floppies with you. You could have a stack of them.
1: Crazy times.
0: Next time you'd grab your phone out of your pocket, you double click on the camera app, and you take a bajillion pictures in burst mode just to get that perfect selfie. It wasn't always that easy. It was. More difficult, but in a way it was a little bit more magical. Photos weren't just something anyone could do. You had to plan,
2: you had to invest.
1: In our day, we we (laughs) had to take photos both ways uphill in the snow.
2: Well, I mean, back in the day, you know, pictures were part of your family history. Those photo albums and everything else—I mean, that's all you had—and they still are, but they don't feel
1: as important now.
0: Though they're all so digital. All it takes is one hard drive crash, and you lose all that. Yeah, yeah but
1: <laughs> I mean, now it feels like with all the cloud service and everything, I don't feel as though the pictures, each individual photo, has as much weight to it as they felt like they did back then. Well, sure, because it's yeah. like
2: a commodity, right? You have it's so cheap and easy that you don't really. Oh, it's a bad picture, but you keep it.
0: It's not like can you find a picture of Uncle Joey? Well, yeah. Next generation, good luck not finding a thousand pictures of Uncle <laughs> Joey. <laughs> oh my god
2: there's Uncle Joey showing his junk
0: he's everywhere yeah. <laughs> "Look, what is he doing he's planking Jesus yeah, oh my you <laughs> Yeah, yeah there's so many of them it's not as magical but yeah you know it was a different time it was fun to reminisce about yeah, yeah absolutely.
2: absolutely vacation pictures but they're digital we don't have a digital camera I know you mean to tell me we got digital pictures from that little plastic camera that's right now you don't need a digital camera to get digital pictures introducing the Kodak Plus digital one time use camera system if
0: anything in this episode has piqued your interest, we've put links in the show notes you can click on to find out more. Catch up on past shows and be alerted every week when a new one drops by subscribing to us in Google Play, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, TuneIn, iTunes, or wherever you like to listen. While in iTunes, take a second to rate and review the show. And if you have a friend who isn't yet listening, why not? Tell them about us. They'll thank you later. We'd love to hear from our fourth listener. So email your thoughts, suggestions, questions, ideas, or complaints on this or any other episode to podcast at genxgrownup.com. And finally, Gen X Grown Up is so much more than just this podcast. You can also find our video content on YouTube or explore our entire body of work on our website at genxgrownup.com. That's going to do it for another edition of our Backtrack podcast. Talked about photography this episode and uh, man, guys, it's always fun to reminisce. Yep. Oh, absolutely. We will have another Backtrack in two weeks and another edition of our regular show next week. So be sure you tune in to join us. I'm John. George, thanks for
2: being here. Yes, sir. Mo, appreciate you. Oh, great. I just found a roll of film I never got developed. <laughs> no, you better, you better get down to the photo, mat <laughs> I'm never sure how you develop it now. But, okay. but it was great talking to everybody. (laughs)
0: and fourth listener we'll talk to you next show bye bye see you guys
2: no life no fun don't you know that
0: you're a grown up no games no puns basically life sucks as a grown up grown up this podcast is an affiliate of the GWW radio network visit Geeks Worldwide at the GWW.com for news reviews and opinions on video games comics TV cosplay and more Here we go. Backtrack. Number 20. Pornography. I mean, photography.
1: (laughs) Same thing. No, that's
0: a whole other (laughs) backtrack.
1: Yeah, Gen X pornography. That's the next backtrack. Oh, God. That was a fad. (laughs) John Holmes. That's a whole subject.